0: Ladies and
1: gentlemen,
0: it's Rich and George. Rich Hello and welcome to the podcast. Um, this is Rich and George's 15 Minutes of Shame, in which we take 15 minutes to uh, basically dissect an issue that's affecting the world and um, put the world to rights. Richard, how are you? We've well, changed the tune. It used to be
1: we didn't want to change the world that much. Well,
0: having spent enough time with you, I'm starting to think we may as Yay. well just, just etch a sketch the whole world now. Exactly. Thank you. Hello. Hello, world. You okay? Good. I didn't hear anything back. Well, I'm assuming that our good-natured fans would have come back with a bit of an answer there. Oh, how
1: great would that be if they actually answered that? Uh, yeah, in
0: fact, yeah. As, as a regular feature now, we're going to expect you to answer back. Yeah, you know, like he's behind you and all this sort of thing.
1: Well, no, no. If you do that, that just it sounds weird,
0: like a pantomime.
1: Yeah, exactly. oh no, this it is doesn't. A pantom- oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, that's awesome. I fucking hate you.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Um, Carry on. Well, it's behind you. is a bit of a pantomime theme, which leads us on to Christmas, um, and in particular, Christmas cards. Um, what do you think about them, Rich?
1: Um, I'm not that bothered at all, to be honest. Um, I've got a Christmas card from my next door neighbours. Um, and, uh, they had obviously bumped into me a few days before. Um, and they just put a Christmas card through my door and it just said to number 11. Um, and
0: that was it. <laughs> yeah, you see, every year we get one that says, to number 31 from number
1: 32. I mean, what is the point? No what idea. What is the point? And do you know what? Even from people that I dearly love. I got uh, a card from a friend that lives in New Zealand. And inside the card, it literally just said, uh, Rich, if we don't receive anything back from you this year, you will never hear from us again. And
0: I just thought that's not the time to have that conversation. Which is an incentive to not send one. Well, it is. Yeah, he's trouble. <laughs> um, and he's he's going to have a new kid soon, so that's going to get expensive.
1: My you I don't buy presents for anyone's kids, especially not cards. No, and certainly not cards. But I, I just thought, you know, of all the times to do it, that's probably a a, a season's greetings card <laughs> to de- to declare the lack of our friendship. What's <laughs> the best man for fuck's sake? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um I went online and just um and and downloaded a um a Christmas card and emailed it to him so I didn't have to pay for postage and it was more personal yeah. in a way because because the internet had made it. <laughs> oh, that's a fucking dirty podcast, I didn't it don't I to it I'm a and benzo, my mucking on my own penis stereo I said, check it out, it's fucking sweet! <laughs>
0: The Antipodean one um, is actually, as you know, a friend of mine as well. And his is the one Christmas card that I look forward to every year. Because what you didn't mention there was that card that you opened was full of text. Oh, he he did actually write lovely things in it as well. And and what he does is, from the other side of the world, when you've not seen him in so long, he effectively writes a letter inside a Christmas card, which provides um, a piece of card with a nice image on it, into which you can write a little message, and it's nice to know he's written it by hand. He's touched it with his hands. There's a physical connection. He's popped it in the post. I the idea of
1: and him, it's quite nice. the idea of him actually touching that with his hands, actually he, he, worries me a little. He doesn't bit.
0: wash them much, does he?
1: Well, he just and they has have been. Penis he's got, is
0: probably still in the salt water. Yeah, and he's got two kids. One on one on the way.
1: Wait, is it not been born yet? No, yeah. Oh, I lose. I just completely lose. So yeah, we've been born by now. It's fucking March.
0: Oh, yeah. Why not? But you don't read the cards, you see. That's why you're not sure at what stage we're at. Anywho. Um, so all my friends are getting freaking kids. I do look forward to his card, just because I know I'm not going to see him. I know we're probably not going to speak for each, haven't seen him in a long time, etc. When another friend of mine, who lives in Hong Kong, who will remain nameless, when him and his wife are sat in my house the day after their their card arrived from Hong Kong, which they posted knowing full well that they'd be flying straight back and sitting in my house. What was the point of that? It was a waste of card, because they were going to see me. I appreciate the fact that they're going to be flying from Hong Kong, coming all that way, not just to see me, but they're making the time, in their busy time over here, to come to my house and see me. I really appreciate that. Um, I don't need a Christmas card sent through to make me feel appreciated. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think... A card that simply has printed in it Happy Christmas which you've signed is about as empty a gesture as you could get My rule of thumb for Christmas cards is like this If it is a person that you would quite happily send a blank email with just your name in then go ahead and send it If you think that seems a little bit weird then don't send the card
1: Yeah. No, basically I completely agree I've got I'm going over now I've got the only card that is still up and it has been up for a year is a thank you card for being our best man from my brother and his uh, his wife now and they've actually made it with a photo of themselves on it saying thank you and yeah they used um, moon pig or whatever but it took a hell of a lot more than just saying cheers on the front that someone else has written and them just writing their names inside. So it was a lovely gesture and it still stays up even a year after the wedding because it means something to me. Indeed. Now, unless you go into that much effort, basically, I am surprised every year something comes through my letterbox. And also, bearing in mind my birthday's around that time as well, I'm even more surprised by how much kind of birthday and Christmas cards that come through from people that I don't see, and, you know, I I love a lot of the people that send me Christmas cards, but they know they're not going to get one back.
0: Yeah. I hope they do,
1: because if you're listening,
0: you're not. <laughs> my mum, my mum took great offence and umbrage at the fact that she hadn't received a Christmas card off me as I was in her house last week in North Wales with my three kids and my wife having travelled all the way up from the south east of England to spend three days with her. Um but she was annoyed that she hadn't had a card. Obviously the empty gesture of me actually driving up to spend time with her. And speaking vocally. Speaking speaking her. vocally, vocally and giving her a hug, obviously, you know, all that sort of stuff. Spending time obviously, you the know kind
1: of the tangible stuff that is just like really throwaway.
0: Yeah, it's throwaway. What she wanted was a card, so I mean you know, next year, what I should do is save a fortune and just pay 40-odd pence for a stamp and send a card through the post.
1: Yeah, but you've got to pay for the card, and don't forget, they're not expensive. I think you can get 300 for £2 from Primark or something like that, and a lot of them are self-signed. So it just says, love from me. (laughs) Because everyone that shops in Primark is
0: common and doesn't care about anyone they send cards to. This is Babbles the Chimp. When I'm not scraping Michael Jackson's semen off my bottom, I like to listen to Rich and George. Yep, it's still on my bottom after all this time. Thanks, Michael. A lot of people who do send cards and see it as an important part of the Christmas time celebrations, um, they, they also take great offence at people who send round the automated letters you know the ones where oh, the Round Robins. The Round Robins. They think, Oh, it's so impersonal, isn't it impersonal? You know, I I wrote them a card. Literally, to so and so, signed so and so, put in an envelope, address, stamp, gone. At least they've taken the time to sit down and write a letter. Okay, it's not to you, but they've taken the time to include you on their mail merge. Do you know what? It's, yeah, exactly, exactly right.
1: You know, it was absolutely brilliant. My parents still get one from this um, from some distant cousins in uh, in Australia, and I hope to God you're listening to this because <laughs> I can guarantee that not one of you have done everything, anything that I've actually achieved. And and the fact is, every single one of your round robins make you sound like an Olympic athlete. Um, A humanitarian that has won some kind of Nobel Peace Prize (laughs) and uh, you've been able to impregnate and sire um, the most good-looking, wonderful children in the entire world. And deep down, I know one of you is a sheep shearer, the other one is a rapist, and the other one is a sheep shearer that was then caught raping a sheep while shearing it. And that's basically all you are. So, uh, so Merry Christmas to Round Robin senders.
0: Well, they might be off... Well, you might be off their Christmas card list, having said that now. Which which means, basically... O-M-G. Which is basically a token, oh, they're not in my good books anymore, I'll not send them a Christmas card. Take me out of
1: your books, take me out of your contact list, take me out of your mobile phone, take me out of everything, because... If you're sending me a round robin that says stuff about your kids that I don't want to hear, then I don't want to hear it.
0: Mm. If, if I I want ever to I catch hear it, I get in contact with me. you and say, How's how's the kids? Yeah.
1: Admittedly we're doing a podcast that a lot of people don't want to hear. But we're not but... sending it
0: to you, it's available for you to download. No, some
1: of them will be some of them will be forcibly sent it for Christmas. No,
0: Easter. <laughs> Timmy Mallet will be sent a copy, but only as part of the Legal proceedings. The (laughs) man and the legal proceedings. We have your wife, Linda. Linda,
1: if you can hear this, it's the voice of one of your captors. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you. She recognises the voice. It was was the one that was very gentle with you and (laughs) and was really, really careful with the scalpel while removing your arm. So,
0: uh, so yeah, I'm a good one. I'm one one of the good ones. Okay. So anyway, Christmas cards. I think we were on. So um. So yeah, so uh, anyone who knows me and loves me and wants me to have a Christmas card every year, um, in future I want you to think of the trees. Think of your own pockets. Don't spend money on cards. Don't don't spend money on stamps. Do not send me a card. And if you expect one back, you're very much mistaken. Um, So yeah, that's about Christmas cards. In fact, all that's going to happen, really, is they're going to end up in the recycling. And, you know, recycling... I mean, that could be a podcast on its own, Rich. What do you think?
1: Uh, No, it couldn't, and I reckon we've got five
0: minutes to discuss it. Really? Okay. Well, in which case, I'm willing, I'm willing to merge
1: the two. Right. Okay. In a kind of an entente cordiale.
0: Well, I noticed something strange about um, recycling. I mean, a few days ago, obviously, I was staying at my mum's house, and I stopped off at my sister's house halfway to my in-laws' house. That's three different homes in three different areas across the country. And I realised there's something called recycling accents. Now, by by recycling accents, what I mean is people not just using the same accent from another place because they can't think of their own. A recycling accent is the same as a speech accent whereby someone from London will go to Glasgow and not know what the hell is being said. Um, in the same way, if you go to a different part of the country, you haven't got a clue how, how the recycling works in their house. That is very, very true. Different bins glass goes in this one glass doesn't go in that one foil goes in this one not that one how are you supposed to know some people have got little black trays other people have got green bins purple bags and it's all left out on different days obviously but how are you supposed to know how it works there is no set rule we need a national standardized recycling system tell you
1: george use what i do if you put everything in one of those purple bags which is what they used to be collected in for us um if you put everything in them and then put them in any of the bins, yeah. if they empty the black bin, it doesn't matter because it just goes in the tip, and if they empty the recycling bin, they don't go through the actual bin, they just presume it's all recycling. So, so what you're saying so you is... Basically, they have given us two bins, and you could do whatever you want I in see. those bins. So, you don't so, have to separate a
0: thing, it's so absolute are you saying, bliss. are you saying that instead of having wasted space in one bin, you're simply recycling the space in the bin?
1: Yeah, absolutely. By by,
0: by putting whatever you want.
1: If anything, I'm putting the ball in their court and I'm saying, do you want to recycle this chicken carcass? (laughs) You know, can you recycle this chicken carcass? This is my challenge to you. Can you recycle this soil that I've dug up from the garden for my raised vegetable bed that is covered now in cat shit? Do you also want to recycle said cat shit that I can't be asked to get rid of anywhere else than in the recycling bin? Yes. It, do you know what, it's a win-win-win for the planet, for me, and not for the council, and that is win-win-win, because <laughs> I'm finally getting my fucking money's worth. <laughs> Someone is finally taking cash out of my garden, actually it's me taking cash it out of my garden. It's you taking it out of the garden. But someone's taking it away from my peripheral well,
0: what I vision. like, What I like is that you're having your own little win there, you know, you're... You're, you're enjoying yourself and, you know, you feel like you've done well.
1: I know. I know, I know deep down that it's a very hollow victory. It's because, an empty gesture. Because, because at the end of the day, it's the planet that suffers. But that said, in my point of view, it's a little win for me. Yeah. So who's the real winner? Me. Yeah. Because I've beaten the planet. So yeah. ergo, everything's fine.
0: Cool. Well, yes, um so there you go that only leaves us with time to say that um, we're going to have a new feature coming out soon which is going to be me reading out reviews of books that I've not read um, starting off uh, next month or, I mean next week sorry with Mill on the Floss um, which I have no idea what happens in it but I'll be giving it a good good bash um, Rich will be following the week after with um... uh, Catcher in the Rye Catcher in the Rye and then uh, the week after that, I'll be doing um, a very short version, because I've never read it, of, of Mice and uh, Men, which is probably something to do with best laid plans. Uh, yeah, well, if if, if rap has anything to do with it. Again, I've no idea. But I will be reviewing those books with no prior knowledge of what they contain, um, and that's going to be a regular feature which is coming up. If you think that sounds an awful idea, please um, please tweak Tweet us on @RichAndGeorge15, which is our Twitter name, and um, And if you've got
1: any ideas of other books you'd like us to um, comment on that we haven't read, the Bible. No, to be fair, I have read that. The whole thing, fucking hard going. Yeah, it's really contradictory. Like (laughs) throughout, from start to finish, it keeps contradictory. It's like, where is the, where is the now? Where's Wally? Where's the, where's Wally? For yeah, he's not in
0: that I mean I look for ages the St
1: Paul's one I had had pictures in it and I found him at the back he was like on a crucifix um, singing always look on the right side of life yeah yeah he, he looked at he looked at Wally um, mm. and uh, but other than that yeah it's just yeah no pictures just full of
0: full of shit okay so thanks folks um, and we'll speak to you soon bye love your mothers not in that way
1: bye no d- no I, no actually
0: don't